Want to know how to build a marketing system for your business? I mean, that's really the key. Marketing is a system just like every other aspect of your business. In this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, I break down the seven steps to small business marketing success, and that is your marketing system. Check it out. Seven steps to marketing success is what I call the duct tape marketing point of view. It is our brand that marketing is a system. In fact, I often talk about installing a marketing system is our key differentiator. And so I call this seven steps to marketing success the point of view because essentially it is the explanation of what marketing is a system means. The seven steps essentially make up the key components of the system. So let's break each of these steps down. Step number one, focus on strategy before tactics. So many small business owners want to jump into tactic after tactic after tactic. And if you don't know who your ideal customer is, if you don't know what their core problems are that you can address, if you don't understand the value that you're able to bring to every engagement, it's very difficult to pick the tactics. It's very difficult to have a message that is going to resonate. So we spend a significant amount of time understanding everything we can about who and what makes an ideal customer. And typically, we're going to narrow what that focus generally is. And from that, we're going to understand the problems that that ideal customer is trying to solve. And it is never about our products and services. It is about our promise to solve their problems and our ability really to connect what we do, what we offer with solving those problems. So once you do that and you understand those core components, then you can start saying, okay, how could we guide that customer? How could we attract that customer? How could we convert that customer? How could we serve that customer? But until you do the strategy first part, you can't do that. Now, the second component I already alluded to is guide the customer journey. The way people buy today is in many ways out of our hands. They have so many places to go to research, to ask networks, to find out about us, to look online and to do deep research and find the products and services and solutions to solve most of their problems before they ever contact a company. And so what we have to do today as marketers is we have to get on that customer journey at a very early point and we have to stay on that journey at a much later point than maybe we think is part of marketing. And so the customer journey comes to play in duct tape marketing with something called the marketing hourglass. And there are seven stages to the marketing hourglass. Know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And these seven stages represent the stages, the logical behavior in buying that many of our customers want to take. And our job as marketers is to help them take those stages, move through those stages logically. Most businesses start with buy right in the middle of the journey. And by the time somebody's concluded that what you do is probably going to solve their problem, they're maybe shopping price. And so what we have to do as marketers is we have to understand how would somebody come to know about a company like ours? 
Well, they'd turn to a search engine or they'd ask a friend. We have to understand those steps. And a lot of times they have not concluded at that point. They just know they have a problem. They have not concluded how they're going to solve that problem. So we have to help communicate that we understand that problem at those stages. And then we have to help them understand that we're a company that they can come to trust. We might even give them a way to try us. When they buy, we want to make that experience very high. We certainly want to repeat business. We want to generate happy customers, thrilled who want to go out there and refer us. And so we have to design all of our marketing and, and we can design a complete marketing plan, quite frankly, around this idea of the marketing hourglass if we first go through and try to understand how our customers actually do buy and what they expect and the questions that they have and the objectives that they're trying to achieve at each of those stages. Because then we could come back and decide, okay, if, if they turn to search engines and they ask their friends, what do we need to do as marketers to make sure they're finding us, that their friends are talking about us? So we can design all of the stages um, and frankly, all of the content in our marketing based on those stages of the hourglass. The third step is that we have to understand content has risen to the strategic level. It's not just a tactic, not just a thing that we have to do. It's not a blog post. Content is the voice of strategy, and that's element number three. So we have to take the promise that we've made to solve a problem, and we have to expand that in such a way that we can dominate search and we can dominate places that they are looking to solve those problems, that we can be there with content. We use something called content hubs to actually dominate in the search to create valuable content, valuable uh, to read, to find, valuable to share, and that meets every stage of the customer journey, the very early stages all the way through ways that they could refer us. And that's how we have to think about content is the intent that somebody's going to have in one of those stages of the hourglass. Now, the fourth step is today, and I don't care if you sell everything you sell to a human being across a desk with a handshake, we have to create a total online presence because that is where people go today to have an experience with marketing, to understand a company, to do this searching and this research. When a friend refers you to their friend, they turn to a search engine or they turn to find your website to see what other people are saying, to see if they connect with you, to see if you do actually talk about the problems, solving the problems that they have. So no matter what kind of business you have, and in some cases, businesses are transactional. A lot, a great deal of what happens, happens online. Tree fell on my house. So I'm going I'm to look for somebody. I'm going to call them up. They're going to come out or I'm going to book an appointment you know, on their website. Very transactional businesses. And then there certainly are businesses that are what I would call trust businesses, that their online presence is so that they can establish a level of authority, establish a level of expertise, uh, build that trust that it takes to, say, hire an accountant or hire a lawyer. So all of the elements, email marketing, social media, search engine optimization, content, your website, all of these things have to work together as one integrated whole. As a business, step number five you need to build a reliable flow of leads. That's going to be the lifeblood of, of getting your business going. And so you have to find a predictable way to generate enough leads to keep your business growing. There are a lot of channels out there today that we can generate leads. And again, integration is key. We have to get sales and content and advertising and our networking and our ability to generate referrals 
all working together. There generally is no one way to generate leads. We want to have lots of touches. We want to have people have lots of experiences depending upon how their customer journey goes, how they like to do research. We want to be there in all of those ways, but they have to all be integrated. Now, that's not saying that you have to be in every channel, but you do have to find those three or four channels that you can constantly mine and that you can set up almost repetitive ways in which you are going to consistently generate leads. Now, once we generate those leads, step number six, we have to turn lead conversion into our X factor. It is our multiplier. In most cases, I can come into a business and if I could tweak the way the amount of leads that they are converting, whether it's on their website or in their sales presentations, we can dramatically impact the bottom line of that business. So what are you doing to reactivate old and lost clients? So many people want to get new business and I get that. That's an important part. But you can, in many cases, dramatically impact a business by setting up better processes or better experiences to go get those lost clients. You have to map the experience that every one of your leads and, and certainly every one of your clients is having so that you can make sure that they're having a great experience because that's going to turn them into repeat clients. That's a form of lead conversion. You need to think about all of the behavior and activity that we call conversion. And we need to start tracking and measuring that. So uh, a, a conversion to signing up for an ebook or signing up for a course or getting a free evaluation or making an appointment. Those are all conversion activities that we need to start measuring. We need to start mapping, you know, ways that we can make those just one or two or three percent better because that's going to dramatically impact the business. Now, the seventh step uh, I, I have called for years, live by the calendar. What I essentially mean by that is we have to have a plan, but that doesn't mean we have to have the three and five year plan, but we have to have a plan that says, look, by the quarter, this these are our most important priorities. And by the way, we need to have fewer priorities three or four at the most each quarter that we're putting our greatest emphasis on. We have to understand how to break those down, you know, what activities, what projects come from those quarter from those things that we plan each quarter. And we can't spend all of our time chasing the next new thing. We have to have fewer priorities. We have to make marketing a habit. It has to be something that we do daily. We have to actually schedule that. We have to build meetings with folks on our team or meetings with outside folks to make sure that we are moving those priorities along. Um, and we have to make marketing a habit. Now, one of the ways that you actually, as you begin to grow your business, you actually take this live by the calendar, is that you start documenting all of your processes. You document what works. You document the things that you are going to be able to delegate now because that's the way that you're going to be able to grow either internally by adding staff members or by outsourcing a great deal of the marketing. Now, I've come to seventh step, but the reality is marketing never ends. There is a cycle to this. It's not an event. Um, and in many cases, once you go through these seven steps in building a plan, in building a marketing system, we're constantly going back and plugging in to each of these steps, maybe on an annual basis to replan and re-up our game, but certainly on a quarterly basis to look at ways that we can improve our online presence, improve our lead flow, improve our conversion.
So that's it. That's the seven steps to small business marketing success. That's the framework for which marketing as a system was built. And that's the framework that will allow you to be successful as a marketing consultant. I hope you enjoyed today's little romp through the duct tape marketing system. If any of these elements seem like something that you might need for your business, just go to ducttapemarketing.com, fill out the free consultation, and we'll talk about your business. 